hello everyone and welcome to the safe room a horror survival horror video game game club podcast uh i'm grace and with me is my co-host rose we've never been more back <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's we've really come we've returned to video games yeah um yeah we played fatal frame this month um which is good. It's great, even. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Survival horror games. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'm trying to... Yeah, I don't know. It's Yeah, it's just good. It's nice. It's nice to play, like, an actual one of these again. Yeah. Um, after, after everything else <laughs> that we yes. got up to um, recently... But yeah, this is a, I don't know, this is like a, it's 2002 in the, in the US, 2001 in Japan, um, mm-hmm. Tecmo game. Yeah. It also got an Xbox release. Um, it's also on Steam now? Oh yeah, I think it is, yeah. Which is weird. Did they, I think they did that when they put out black maiden on switch they might have done i guess i don't actually know this but it's possible that they were like oh we've also done all these ports um yeah i don't know yeah i'm trying to find it on steam and i'm just getting the new one yeah so maybe it isn't but they've also got you know mask of the lunar eclipses i was it came out so there's that one too. Yeah. Um well, anyway, not important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um the game is good. The game's good. Yeah, it's about um it's about Miku. Hatsune Miku. Mm-hmm. Um who's yeah, I don't know, there's a haunted mansion. Her brother, her brother is, yeah, yeah, her brother goes missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, her brother, uh, Mafuyu. Mafuyu, yeah. Um, he he's looking for a writer. Yeah, he's the relationship is not really clarified in a kind of weird <laughs> way, but he is like apparently close personal friends with a famous novelist. <laughs> Yeah, that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and uh, he like sh- the novelist goes missing, and so he goes to investigate what's going on, and he goes missing, and so she goes after him, um, mm-hmm. and goes to this mansion, the Himuru Mansion, and uh discovers that it's haunted discovers that it has had multiple occupants over the past you know like 50 years or whatever and that um they've all been killed or some such you know Mm. um and um basically she and there's also kind of some friend there's a friendly ghost like a ghost of a little girl seems to be like helping her out and she's a magic mm. camera you know and this is the principal game thing is that there's no weaponry you just have this camera that you can use to banish ghosts by taking pictures of them 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and basically, as she explores the mansion, she discovers that this was like the site of this like ritual murders of young women um, who are called like the rope maidens or shrine maidens. Mm. Um, yeah. And these killings would like seal the gate to hell. Um, and you know, this one in the, in the distant past went awry because she fell in love with a boy who like closely resembles Mafuyu. And, um, and was still attached to this world before she was killed. And that like Mm -hmm. resulted in the, I mean, well, I don't know. I think it was actually some ambiguity about this. The Wikipedia summary is like, that's why this happened. And I'm a little unsure. But mm. um, anyway, and then so you free her, you kind of like reconstitute her. You free her from the evil spirit that possessed her that like came from hell, you know. And uh, but she has to stay behind in order to seal the gate. And then Mafuyu decides to also stay with her. Um, and you only find him like right at the end. He's like deep in the, you know, in the in the underneath the mansion in these big old caves and such where the big old gate is and whatnot. Uh, and on the hard difficulty, he decides to go with you. Yes. Yeah. Actually, he's like, <laughs> which is the dumbest <laughs> payoff for playing on hard. I've ever seen. It's a game very funny. Do. <laughs> um, no, actually it's cool. I think, I think this, this lady should just suffer e- eternally alone. It's like, it's like booting up, breath of the wild and be like actually zelda could just chill there with ganon forever (laughs) (laughs) like i'm just gonna go farm and shit like who gives a fuck about you know um yeah anyway that's that's the occurrences of the game it's about exploring this mansion it's about solving puzzles uh Getting ghosts with your camera, running from ghosts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and bad vo- vo- voice acting. Oh, and terrible voice acting! It's incredible. <laughs> I love it so much. When yeah, you boot was... up the game, when you boot up the game, and she's like, "Me and my brother have been seeing ghosts since we were kids." Oh, I'm like, "Let's fucking go!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like. It's just like, I see things that other people don't. Fatal frame. <laughs> you know, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the early 2000s, baby. Um, yeah, and there's also some stuff about, like, the, her mother may have lived in the mansion as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, had ghosts, you know, was taking pictures of ghosts with the camera and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's how they like inherited this artifact, you know? Um, so there's some stuff about that. And there's also like a bunch of sort of detritus. I don't mean that in a negative way, but just like notes from the novelist and from like his assistant and from like the other, the third guy that is there who, I don't know who he is, (laughs) but he's also there and you get like, you know, something is definitely happening here. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. It's like I saw a ghost with its eyes gouged out, 
<laughs> I think maybe this place might be haunted. I was so bummed out when you get to the second half of this game and all the audio logs just like disappear. Oh yeah, true. They're mainly true. only in the first half, but they're incredible. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about anatomy a little bit playing it. It's yeah. kind of that. Yeah. Especially since it's like also it's you kind of explore the entire house outside of a couple special areas in the first night. And then you're sort of just mm-hmm. revisiting stuff with new information and new yeah. context. Or like finding hidden passageways that move you in between things and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Definitely one of those games where it like rewards like knowing the space mm-hmm. to the point where like one of the last like objectives you have is um, there's like a shrine that you have to gather a bunch of stuff and and put into uh mm-hmm. and you take pictures of like the pillars around the shrine and they are all like bespoke locations around the mansion yeah um and the game kind of expects you to and rewards you for knowing where all that stuff is yeah um so very very one of those games where it's very like hyper focusing on a uh, one location yeah, um, which is really well, which I think is really cool. And it feels like I mean, it was this is like an obvious draw. Um, but I think about house playing this, too, um, mm-hmm. you know, and just that, like, yeah, the sense of like being trapped in one place that also is like changing all the time and has all yeah. this kind of like I think that stuff is like very evocatively drawn here. And it's mm-hmm. also very it's it's very handsome shot i think generally speaking and has like a really good um like we yeah we, we like we were talking about it a little bit off recording of like a week ago and it's like the game opens and it's in black and white and then you get to color when the yeah. you know you play as the brother first right um and that's like that play with sort of and there's a lot of like film grain and like Mm -hmm. i don't think there's a lot of aspect ratio stuff but like things like that where it's like you'll enter a certain cutscene or a certain ghost will show up and the environment will be different in sort of like a filmic way right and like mimicking this physical apparatus that stuff is really cool and it's like very unique i think yeah and a lot Um, of the like flashback stuff will be in will have that like film grain kind of effect on it too yeah Oh, it's very cool. Yeah, what's nice, I think there's a sensation of like, there's a sensation of age to the yeah. house and to the like things that occurred, you know, and even mm-hmm. sort of like, I mean, there's some interesting stuff, I guess, about like, you kind of enter this world that is like all old Japan and this like very ritualistic, you know, religious space. Um, and there's no connection to the outside world. You're like fully enveloped in this like past space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, I think, uh, God, this game's also hard as fuck. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say, so, um, yeah. I thought, I I thought the game was pretty easy. Yes. And then I got to the second night and I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it um, just it the the difficulty curve is it kind of just hits you. 
Yeah, and I really like this idea because it's not just that it's like a video game difficulty curve. It's that mm-hmm. it's like the game gives you a lot of stuff in the first couple nights or the first night and like maybe the mm-hmm. first half of night two, you know, yeah. and expects that stuff to carry you through <laughs> like the end of night two, night three and four kind of, you know, you can still pick up stuff night three. Um, and I, you know, I did do that. Um, but like, I wish there was a way the game maybe signaled that because it's really cool, like the idea of like, oh, I have to conserve resources. Yeah. But when I first played, it's like, oh, this game's just not that hard, and so I can just kind of float on by, and I really got punished. <laughs> yeah, you know, for doing that, and yeah. uh, to the point where it's like, I think if I was playing casually, I might have restarted and like, okay, now I yeah. know how the game works, and so I can, you know, operate it. Yeah, and it's also like I don't like the camera upgrade system. Mm. Every ability feels way too expensive. Yeah. Um and not worth it because even like some of the end game bosses like aren't even affected by those abilities. No, really. they aren't. Yeah. Um so it's hard to know like what to invest in. Um mm. I and, think Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I, I was gonna say, um, the third night I like, I played this on PS3. There was a, there was a PS3 Classics or PS2 Classics uh, re-release on PS3, back when Sony gave a shit about uh that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and uh, you can transfer saves from like a PC. So I downloaded somebody's save that had everything all locked, which was great because um. They had like 99 of everything, but there was like a special like end game like camera ability that makes it so you don't waste film. Oh my and god! So, and so I was taking the biggest like level of film that does the most damage, turning on the you know you don't lose film uh, <laughs> ability and just mowing down ghosts left and right. Oh, that's like the wild. Those like those like rush of bosses they make you do for that uh to get to the well. That whole mm. thing took like maybe twenty minutes at most. Ugh. Uh. uh it was fantastic. That's wild. But yeah, even I, but 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 even then, time. like those like abilities that you can unlock on the first two days, I didn't use them because they didn't seem useful. Um, no, especially that I, especially that late in the game. Yeah, I I used the so I bought two of the abilities. I bought the search one, mm-hmm. um, which was sometimes helpful. The thing is that like the the enemies that you would want to use it on move quickly enough that it's mm-hmm. like the search thing can't really keep up with them, which mm-hmm. feels like it is against the purpose, right, of yeah. the item. Um, and then I used Paralyze, which was useful, but also kind of tricky to implement, which is like fine um, mm-hmm. because it's like it's cool to have an ability that does something really tangible, but that is also difficult to use. Um, yeah. Yeah. I bought trying, I bought oh. the I bought C because the guide I was using mentioned that like all the time, mm, um, mm. and that was useful for the uh, the my eyes lady. Um, oh yeah, 
because the way her movement works is that she like disappears and then pops out at a different location but you just see all of that and you can also like do damage during right that period yeah. as well because you can see her so it made that, those fights a lot that easier. is really helpful i should have maybe i yeah. should invest in that because like oh god because i i did not import a save uh so i just kind of save scummed mm. or like save stated my way through the parts where i really struggled uh, which was brutal and there's this one part when you when you're getting the four things for the pillar that you mentioned um you have to mm-hmm. go through this like room that has a bunch of water in it mm-hmm. and there's two ghosts in there yeah and the guide i was then using because i i started using a guide like end of night two uh because like mm-hmm. that first i just didn't need it it felt like the game is really intuitive generally speaking um even in the way it uses locations but it was like oh there's two ghosts in here so just like step in barely and then kill the first ghost and then walk into the second ghost will spawn. You can kill that one. And so mm-hmm. that was like really helpful advice because there's like no way I could have gotten both of them at once, but it was also yeah. this ghost that like disappeared and these really erratic and moved super quickly. And so it was yeah. like, even if it stepped the wrong way, it would be like, okay, I just have to reload because like, yeah. I can't like get through this. And so it was like an hour of me just like trying to like RNG this, this thing. And I did get it eventually. Um, I also wondered if maybe I had some trouble with like, cause okay. There's a thing in the game. So basically the longer you hold your camera, the center of your camera on a ghost, the more damage you will deal. Right. There's like little symbols at the bottom. Um, and, and also when they attack you, there's like a, you basically have a counter window. It's like the text on the screen will flash red. And if you hit the button during that, you will deal damage to them instead of them dealing damage to you. Right. The timing on that's fucking brutal. By oh, okay. The way. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I was like wondering if this was because of how I played the game. I would, wink, I wink. would take, I uh, would take shots. I would take shots. And maybe this is also a lag thing on the PS3. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Right. But I would take shots and it would register like on the camera. It would show the ghost lunging towards me and it still wouldn't count. Right. Yeah. Oh, so it's like, yeah, the timing on that is like really tough. And so there was frequently I felt like, oh, I should have gotten that. And I wonder if because sometimes things like that yeah. can be. Do you know about this Portal 2 thing where. Spoilers for Portal 2. I don't think this matters to anyone. <laughs> Remember at the end of Portal 2, you shoot a portal onto the moon? Um, I haven't played Portal 2, oh, so Oh, okay. No. <laughs> well, yeah. So you shoot. there's a big set piece at the end, and you shoot a portal onto the moon. It, is, it doesn't really matter. Um, but when they were playtesting it, people couldn't remember which portal they had shot most recently. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they would shoot the other one or like something like that. So they made it so whatever portal you shoot onto the moon is the right one. They just like mm-hmm. auto correct it for you. So as you can press either button and it doesn't matter, it will the correct result will occur. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like stuff like that can sometimes be helpful where it's like. Even if you didn't dodge it exactly, this is like the idea behind iframes, too. Right. That it's like yeah. you feel like you did. And so it, the game, you know, it, it like it, it like fudges the numbers a little bit 
so that it feels fair, even yeah. though the way it was acting before is perfectly fair. And I wonder if, yeah, this is just a case where it's like this should have been fudged a little bit more or like the window should be a little bit longer. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, hard to say if that was intentional or not, because right. I can see them being like, well, I mean, it's a survival horror game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, it's actually, it's really interesting. I, this game kind of has this cake and eats it too in terms of like tone. Because yeah. it's really good, like Resident Evil, Sound Hill style, like atmosphere. Like you're in this like secluded location and you're mm -hmm. like exploring the stuff you're doing the puzzles but it also is very very good at doing jump scares because yeah. the designs of the ghosts are often really good and really terrifying um and when you the the <laughs> mechanics are such that when a ghost disappears and reappears in front of your camera and just lunges at you it's yeah. horrifying yeah it's scary it's good um yeah yeah, I think the way, like, I think it's just cool. A lot of cinematic horror, I, I think in my experience, I'm not, I haven't watched that many horror movies. So I'm not like an expert, but like is about looking, you know, mm. kind of inherently, maybe even there's an interest in like the camera, right? In the idea of seeing something horrible. Um, I mean, this is like what Blair Witch is like all about. <laughs> right is like people seeing things that you do not see or understanding something that you don't quite understand right um because like the fidelity of the camera is so low things like that and so i think it's cool to have a game that you know literally the camera and then the you have to look right and there's sort of this tension in like looking and like trying to look for a long time and linger on it right and you have mm. to sort of do that and then it also it's a thing that can move outside of the capacity of you being able to identify it. Right. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think it's really, I think it's, yeah, it's good. And I also think that, um, it's kind of wild that like, because in theory, a cutscene is a, is a safe space in a game. You know, mm -hmm. you're not under threat during a cutscene, you know? Um, but I found a lot of the cuts in this game very unsettling. Mm -hmm. Um, like there's there's one fuck there's one where um this is where you find like the shrine maiden's room you know that mm -hmm. she like lives in all the time and where she like first she there's like one little window that she first sees this boy out of you know yeah and stuff and then you walk out and there's like a mirror on one side and the ghost comes out of the mirror <laughs> mm -hmm. right for some reason i found that like so unsettling um yeah 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 uh just the the combined like effect of like the flashbacks and there's like a lot of like cuts obscuring like what's going on in those flashbacks yeah mm -hmm. um all that stuff is really well done and all the and there's a lot of like pre-rendered stuff too that stuff that's like clearly an engine but they made it an fmv for yes, whatever reason yeah um and that's what was good too it it doesn't it never like took me out of it it always just like added to this like sense of space and just like having mm -hmm. things occur in that space um it's really yeah good. well i think the like sense you were talking a little bit about like sense of history and i think that does because it's like you kind of get a lot of times you'll get a cutscene that's like here's what happened here 
yeah. recently or many years ago. And the sense of like of ghosts, like kind of living out things that occurred to them over and over again. Like yeah. I thought it was a, or, it, yeah. And speaking of that too, the protagonist is always like in those flashbacks, like watching what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was a really cool touch. Right. Um, or like, yeah. Then there's a couple, so there's like the ghosts look at you at the end, you know, and then you have to fight yes. somebody or whatever. Yeah, that shit is really good. Yeah, that stuff's really good. Um, yeah, and then you get stuff like uh, one of the last scenes is um, the rope bearer or the shrine maiden uh, being like tortured, mm-hmm. um, and the protagonist is just like watching it happen and just being like the you know telling them to stop and stuff like that. Yeah, um, stuff cool. is really good and like really effective. Um, and I really thought that like the moral of the story was going to be like, yeah, this cult was evil, but act- but it wasn't. No, so. it's very. This is one of the things. The game is kind of restorative, you know, in that it's like, oh, actually, like this is what needed to happen. And the problem yeah. was that she was like attached to the material world, but she had to die. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But I sort of I do kind of wonder because I do think the scene where because, you know, she gets killed and I I guess I didn't quite pick up on this. But in the Wikipedia article, it's like, oh, the ropes that have her blood on them, they like bring to the door and that's what they close the mm. door with. But there is almost a sensation of like, you know, again, like ghosts or the horror standing in for this injustice. Right. Yeah. Um, and like the the ghosts like raging out at this this like horrible thing that occurred to them, and like in a literal way, it is like a game is about like who who has to die so that the world can work, you know, as yeah. normal. Um, and that's like an interesting. Um, that's like an interesting element of it, I think. Um. But it yeah. is ultimately, yeah, it's ultimately like, yeah, she has to be the shrine maiden and hang out in hell. And that's just like the way things are. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> weird ending. Yeah. We're, to the point where I was like, I saw the normal ending and I was like, well, clearly in the true ending, she escapes. Right. And then it, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, what was your least favorite enemy encounter? Probably that one I talked about earlier with the, the, uh, the, the two ghosts in the room that was like so annoying because that was the it was like the priest enemy, not the one that you have to kill four times to get the pillars unlocked, mm-hmm. but like the the one that like shows up. It's like day three. It's like everywhere. And he can, like, cast mm. little fireballs that are, like, really hard to avoid. Oh, yeah. God, stupid. That guy <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Ugh. Those projectiles are so dumb. Well, yeah, it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Because uh, your mobility is so limited. Yeah, which is a good feature, to be clear. Yeah. Um. Did yeah. you know that you can move while you're holding the camera? Yeah, I did. Okay. I had a part. Maybe I needed to change the control scheme because it's like I'd have to use claw hand to do that effectively. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it, was, it definitely felt like pre-first person shooter. Oh yeah, like modern controls where you're like, like you, move. You're moving your character with the the left or the right stick. The right stick. The left, yeah. 
and then you're using the left stick to control the camera so it's like super weird yeah Um, well and then it's also like you have to hold down circle to hold the camera and then press x to take a photo well you don't have to hold down circle you just have to press it oh really i feel like it Mm. i don't know i always was holding it down so that was that was on me maybe (laughs) that was my problem but uh because i felt like i did i was like oh i think you just toggle it and then i like let go of it and it uh you know it like took me out of the camera and i was like oh i guess i do have to hold it um no i just i um, clicked it yeah oh also Um, quick side note there is a fatal frame movie what yeah from 2014 uh directed by a woman Marie Asato. Um, and he's done a bunch of other horror stuff. She did in like a Juwan movie. And uh, anyway, we should watch it on our podcast at some point. Yeah. Um, All right. And also I hear it's good. Mm. Anyway, sure. so. So fun fact. Anyway, sorry, you were going to say something and I interrupted you. Um, no, the, the movement with the stick... Um, made just like backing up when ghosts were like making advances easier mm-hmm. um, yeah I, my least favorite enemy encounter in this game is the second night where you go to like the entrance of like the the what they call it the demon's head or whatever oh demon's yeah mouth. demon mouth yeah yeah and you go you go there and then there's the one guy who i don't know who he is he's like a men- he, he's kind of like he he seems like a mentor figure or something yeah something um, like that, he, he he grabs you and it's like don't be afraid i'm like i'm not but okay <laughs> um yeah. he's super annoying he because is really you have to annoying, fight yeah. because you have to fight him in these like tight corridors and he's always moving and he has the most annoying uh, noises he makes when he's out and about. I had to mute my game at some <laughs> point because I just couldn't couldn't take it. Yeah. Couldn't take it. He's too annoying. Oh, uh, I, I don't even know what he says. It's like an ow. <laughs> yeah, he does yeah. that forever. I'm just like, dude, shut Ooh. up. <laughs> and I and this, the thing about this game is like it's scary. Except for the one or two enemies they always use, and then it's just right. fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I talked about the My Eyes Lady. Yeah. Who, like, in, in theory, I like, because, like, tragic backstory, like, definitely deserves to be haunting this mansion, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, like, killed for no fucking reason. Um, but they use her so much in Night 2, and then they give her, like, a boss battle after you fight the super annoying guy. Yeah, and that just took forever for me to get through, and I was also just tired of hearing her say "my eyes" as I was dying yeah. over my and over again. Eyes. My eyes. It was so annoying, especially my like eyes. with those like random encounters when I'm like just exploring oh, the mansion yeah. and I just get fucking grabbed and I hear "my eyes, my eyes" for the fiftieth <laughs> time. I'm just like, "Fuck, dude, shut up." <laughs> and it's always and she always takes off like most of your health so like if i'm low on health i'm just dead nothing i can do about it 
And then I just hear my eyes. I'm just like, stop. I hate this. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think that like, um, there's sort of a, because the mansion space is open, it's like, there's like basically random encounters, like randomized ghost appearances and stuff. Um, and I think that that can grate really quickly, especially since it's like, yeah, like you said, there's like two enemy types that that occurs with, right? There's like this priest man and there's the, my eyes lady. And that's like the people that show up in this way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, I also think I'm trying to think of this other like game stuff that we didn't talk about like there's different grades of ca of film that deal more damage um mm -hmm. and then also let you like advance through the track of like lingering on a ghost faster mm -hmm. um and and that stuff is cool i i think it's like a novel iteration on like w you know when should you use this tool in a survival horror thing that it's like it's the same tool, but different. But it's some of it is good and some of it is bad. <laughs> and yeah. so being like, what enemies can I afford to use the bad one against? What enemies can I use to afford the good one against? Right. How do I like work? That stuff is like cool. I think I just read a fucked up thing about two. About Fatal Frame 2? Yes. OK. Uh, do you also, dear viewer, dear viewer, we read we're reading we're playing fatal frame 2 for next month yes that is correct. um unlike in unlike in other installments in the series the camera obscures attack power is based on the player's proximity to the dark it goes <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> well, i do think you get like because you get points from shooting the ghost with your camera i think you get more points if you're close in this well, one? it's hard. It was it was hard to tell how much of that was like proximity and how much of that was like me parrying the ghost correctly. Right. Yes, that's part of it. I don't know. It doesn't really like make the number system there super clear, but it's like you get bonuses for parrying it. You get bonuses for lingering on it longer. You get bonuses for being close to it. I think. Um. God, it's really fucked up when you're like inside the ghost and you're like trying to figure out where its face yep. is so you can. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. What did you think was the scariest one? Um, mine was the fucking. The fucking one with the with the neck is completely bent backwards, so it's staring oh, at you. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hated that one. That Awful. got me bad like one time where I like yeah. turned around and was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. I think the demon guy honestly is scary. And maybe this is just in a gamey way, but he's like, he has swords. And so he's like way more range. <laughs> you know? He's definitely, he's definitely he's the like, main character of a different game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they should make a Sekiro clone that's a Fatal Frame prequel. <laughs> um, yeah. And I also like I think that scene where he like looks directly at you like after performing some ritual is is good, you know. Yeah. Um. God, I. 
Yeah. I also we oh. we kind of touched. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Lighting in this game is fucking great too. It's by fantastic. The way. Yeah. Uh, especially when you have control over the flashlight with the with the uh, right stick. Mm-hmm. It's great. There's Love. like a really like because you're the house is just like in the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like there's nothing else around it. Right. And so the sensation of like isolation and like closed inness that sometimes gets punctuated by like you go outside and you see like the water of the pond, you know, the lake nearby lake, like and stuff that the, like the pulling in and pulling out of space is very well done, I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, particularly like so much of the game is claustrophobic and then it's like you go into this big cavern or whatever and, you know, things like that. It's really nice. Mm hmm. You know, which control scheme did you use? Because there's I, one. This game has tank controls, apparently. Oh, I didn't really? Know that. Okay, I yeah, didn't know I, that. I just um, used the default one and didn't. Yeah, I didn't used, mess I around used the with default it. one as well. Yeah, which works pretty well. It's what it's like the Dino Crisis two, three, Dino Crisis three. I guess two as well. Mm-hmm. But it's like that where it like follows the camera instead of. Like where you're at, it works for this game. Yeah, because it's not, it's not, it's not a fucking action game. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I the save I downloaded had tank controls, and I'm like, what is happening? No, that's wild. Uh, so I had to change it back. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, the only situation where the you know controls uh, adjacent to the camera didn't work was the part where you're being chased by Kyrie at the end. Mm, um, yeah. I kept dying to that, not because I was being too slow, but because I was going through the wrong door and she would just instantly kill me each time. And I'm like, I'm not oh. doing anything wrong. I was going on. And then yeah. I just was going through the wrong door. <laughs> oh. Um, but there's a flight of stairs you have to go down. And... Sometimes my character would just change directions mid stairs, and I'm oh, just like, no. Yeah. Well, one time there's th- there's that little like um, storage room that has like a little ladder climbing up, and like four or five or like three or four times, I would like climb down the ladder and l- try to leave, and then it would just make her climb up the ladder again. <laughs> and then, you, yeah. You know. <clears throat> and there's no way to make yeah. it go faster, so you're just like. Okay, I just have to watch you go down again and then hope I don't mess it up um, yeah. a second time. Um, yeah. But, like, generally, I think it controls very well. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't have issues like that too often. Um, no. Um, apparently, there's a bunch of, like, random encounters, too, that can happen. Yeah. Like, um, there's that scene where you're in the, like, observatory where you're, lo- like, looking down at the lawn like yeah. in front of you and you see like uh miku's like uh mom um her like ghost is like hanging off the tree or whatever yeah mm-hmm. uh, apparently that ghost can just like fucking yeet you um oh, after that really? cutscene. yeah that's wild um, that did not happen that didn't to happen me. to me but that sounds fucking scary as shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think this stuff I think that's maybe the most compelling thematic gesture is like the way that 
Especially since, I don't know, I find kind of the Hellmouth stuff, like, a little unconvincing, because it's like, well, but, you know, like, she unleashed hell or whatever, and it's just kind of chilled out in this, like, square mile. <laughs> yeah. For, like, 50 years. It seems like it's kind of chill. It's like, mostly, it's, it's mostly, like, these assholes that killed her that are struggling. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, like this, the Stephen King went to this house and died. Oh, I'm crying big tears. Uh, I would actually be sad if Stephen King died, uh, actually. But uh, anyway, like, um, like Kyrie, Kyrie and the My Eyes Lady, they deserve to be haunting this shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. God, the stuff with the mask and the, with the My Eyes Lady is scary to me. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a there's a for for the listener there's a a mask that has like it's a key item in the game you used to open a door and it has like spikes driven through the eyes that you can use to blind someone so this woman is blinded for some we never we never find out why as far as i know that might be in like a, no. do, a log or something but it's just like a scene where the demon guy who's like the leader of this cult just like does it for some reason yeah. but then there's a sick cutscene before like when you fight her for the last time and like you you put the mask on wherever it's supposed to be placed and then in the cutscene behind you there's like a bunch of like women with their eyes gouged out and it's fucking cool as shit (laughs) oh yeah it's good i think yeah i was just gonna say that like that's the i think that's the most interesting thing thematically is just this like this house having these kind of like lingering effects over generations of people you know and that like that this family who is like otherwise disconnected you know impractically disconnected from this place is like tied intimately and i think like her mother uh committed suicide because of ghosts is kind of like implied Mm -hmm. right and so this like place just like continues to haunt people um and like structure their lives in like weird ways and like people who but it's only kind of these special people right these people who are like tuned into the supernatural that like can or care to go there and be killed or triumph over this place right yeah um and we definitely get we definitely get that with the brother as well because he looks like the yeah person that kyrie falls in love with Mm -hmm. um so there's definitely like a weird generational thing happening there with this like resemblance and yeah her mm-hmm. her wanting to fulfill her duty is after after seeing him or whatever the fuck is going on yeah. there. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's um I think it's I think that is like that's the thing is that it's the true ending thing is weird in this way because I think the moving him being like I will stay because this is a terrible burden to be alone for all eternity, like holding off hell. And I want to like be there for her is like mm-hmm. very moving, you know, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. Yeah, I think this is the element of the game that I'm like the most like there's just kind of a of a conservative posture, I guess. And maybe there's some stuff because there's a lot of like religious stuff that like, frankly, I don't know enough about. Uh, mm-hmm. Shintoism or Buddhism to like make claims about what is going on, you know. Um, mm. Although I think it is interesting the way that like, and this is just true to like 
religious culture in Japan, but like the way Buddhism and Shintoism are like very integrated, you know, um, mm-hmm. that you have like sacred sites relevant to both religions, like close to each other. Right. Things like that, I think is, is interesting. Um, but, um, so I don't want to make claims about that, but I do think there is sort of a, like, oh, this, this terrible suffering, like, has to happen so the world can live, right? And I don't think those stakes are not clearly established, as we talked about, and I just think that's kind of a bummer thing to think, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like file, coming to the end of Final Fantasy X and just being like, well, I guess we just have to kind of just stave off sin for 10 years, and that's, that's all we can do, you know? No. This is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> There's a funny quote on this. We can read the development section of Wikipedia. According to character designer and CGI director. Hitoshi Hasegawa, the game's key colors are black and white. White represented hope, while black represented fear. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm also, sure. is there... Uh, okay, there are a couple, like, Japanese um, links, but there's not an exact citation for that, and so I was like... I don't know. I was like, is this for real? <laughs> Um, uh, that sounds like some Bulbapedia <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, right. I'm just like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> um, um, apparently in the West, this was advertised as based on a true story, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, well, because it's like the creator... Is this what it says on the title screen? It says Fatal Frame. <laughs> based on a true story. Uh, at yeah. least for me, they maybe took that out of the PS3 release. No, they did not. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, it does say that, like, the director had, like, supernatural experiences that he based some of the stuff on. Um, oh, yeah, there's also the thing, because you have to get together the Holy Mirror to, like, seal the gate again. And, like, the Holy Mirror being her body that's being, you know, because they, like, draw and quarter her, which is crazy. Like, that's one of the yeah. things that's good. Like, it's good in this game. And, like, not that... Not that explicit gore is bad, but I think the way this game cuts away from things happening is always like, ugh, like it's so because you just have to think about it. You have to think about what happened Mm -hmm. in a way that maybe you don't have to if it's explicit, you know, in the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And. um, Yeah, I was. I feel like I was going to say something else, but I but I lost it. Um. No, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've got nothing else. I don't think I I don't think I have anything else either. But yeah, it's good. I think if you if I don't know if you you know if you're playing along or thinking about playing along, I think this would be a good one to do. Um. Like it's it's scary. It has like all the stuff that I kind of want from this. I, and I think the one thing that's like lacking is it's just not as. I mean, I'm probably going to be saying this a lot, but, you know, it's just not as interesting as Silent Hill 2 or 3. <laughs> you know, uh, but it's tough. It's hard to make games that good. 
I guess you know? I don't. I disagree. You I disagree? Is, yeah. Yeah. This is plenty compelling. Oh, I th- I I think bad. so too. To be that's not a diss against it exactly. I just think like the kind of restorative angle this has is like ultimately kind of shallow to me. Yeah. Um. And so I wish it was. It's not. I don't know. It's Silent Hill One is not deeper than this. Um. But. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, we're allowed to disagree on this. I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying to convince you. Um and I do think there's like it's true that Silent Hill is like uh part of the reason those narratives hit hard is because it is a video game and you don't get a lot of things that are like that in this medium, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think this game definitely approaches a lot of the same kind of like psychological stuff you know or like there's yeah there's things going on there's like i i really like the like buddhist like the yeah there's also interesting stuff with like the body and and stuff you could definitely dig into this game um and i hope we've done a little bit of that here but um but like there's not a moment to me that's like the confession scene in Silent hill 3 for example right um sure like i'm gonna think about that forever and I will. I would think I would think back on Fatal Frame and be like, that, that game is pretty cool, <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. That's a good place to be in, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I just think like, in terms of like pure like craft and the way it, it executes on its ideas, is fucking it's fucking oh, yeah. top tier. It's up there. No, I agree. It's really good. Like it's not. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I'm, yeah, I'm curious about like just like yeah, future entries. Seeing like, I don't know, sequels can game sequels can be tough because it can be just more, more, more. But this is such a like solid kind of framework for something yeah. that you could do a lot of interesting things with that are different. I think even if sort of the basic verbs and configuration is the same. Um, so I'm excited to keep doing these, <laughs> you know. Uh, I've heard nothing but amazing things about it too. Um, I will I will read this from the Wikipedia. Okay. There's not there's not a citation. I don't know if this is true, <laughs> but because many players were too frightened to finish the original, Tecmo made the <laughs> I can't even read it. Tecmo made the story the sequel story more interesting to encourage players to see it through and finish the game. What? Okay. What? <laughs> hey guys, make the story more interesting. <laughs> okay, this is. There's a citation for the PlayStation blog from May second, two thousand thirteen, when it hit PSN. Sure. Um, anyway, maybe maybe two will have a, a mind blowing story. Who can say? Okay, it does say that. Yeah, the the exact quote from the PlayStation blog. Since we received lots of feedback that players got too scared to complete the game, we shifted our attention to making the storyline more interesting to encourage such players to overcome the scariness and wanting to see the end of the story. So, sure. This he's actually I'll yeah we should link this in the episode when we cover Fatal Frame Two because he just said some interesting things. He talks about like playing through the game multiple times because it's based on a dream he had reportedly. And, like, playing through the game multiple times being, like, the process of interpreting a dream. 
This like this is that's the thing. If I Damn. was writing this fucking Wikipedia article, that's the shit that I would quote. Because that's <laughs> fascinating. You know, the idea is like, oh, I'm going to like mimic like because, you know, I think a lot of people, not everybody necessarily, but like people experience this where you like have a dream and you think about it and you talk about it in therapy and like layers of the dream kind of become clearer to you over time. And you can like narrativize it in a way that when you're dreaming, you can't. And like the idea of like, let's make that into a video game is really weird and interesting and like such a vibrant structural decision. Mm -hmm. Um that's fascinating. Him being like, oh, yeah, we made the storyline, but we increased the storyline bar so that players <laughs> yes. would finish the game. It's like, I, whatever. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, should we do, should we do questions? Uh, yes, we have one question from Jen. Um, Jen says, more... Uh, more than Resident Evil or Silent Hill, I feel like Fatal Frame is the PS2 Xbox era series where its reputation was, this will scare the shit out of you. Do you think the prevalence of ghost movies in the early uh, 2000s led to this reputation and seeing how the Fatal Frame series fell into disrepair over the last decades, what would your ideal modern uh, Fatal Frame look like? Um I definitely feel like the Blair witchiness of it contributes yeah. a lot, especially I like think... the, the especially like the based on the true story stuff. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Definitely well, feels there's sort like of a, could... yeah, there's sort of a found footage character. Yeah, that, like literally, that like it's sort of presentation yeah. and feeling. Yeah. Um, and you know that shit's scary. Blair Witch is it a is terrifying scary. film. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think that does influence it. I also just think it's like, um, it's a game, like, even though there is sort of an action forwardness, like you can banish the ghosts, you know, you're not running away all the time. There is like the process of having to confront, having to be in uncomfortable situations in terms of like, you know, and seeing things that are disturbing, right. And, or, and, and you have to push through that. I think that also kind of yeah. makes it, it it's kind of a different formation of what we talked about we've talked about before like silent hill being like grueling rather than difficult right yeah um and i think this is like a very novel configuration of that that also kind of lends itself to being like oh this game is scary and kind of like because the way that silent hills silent hill games are scary is like a little bit harder to like pitch on a base level because it's like it's very unjump scare reliant right um mm. principally and so it's like but fatal frame it's like yeah shit's fucking scary dude <laughs> you saw you know i turned around and saw a ghost and it's like yeah it's scary it's good you know it totally yeah. and that isn't to say i'm not that isn't be this isn't me being in this instance it's not me being like oh silent hill is deeper it's just like it's just a different approach right and i think this is like a little bit more legible to that kind of reputation um mm -hmm. whereas like silent hill has a reputation that's a little bit more narrative forward right and that just makes sense to me with the difference mm -hmm. of what they're doing yeah um um so i the thing about fatal frame is that i have no idea if those later games are good or not right 
because I've heard both things. I've heard that they're really good, actually. Or, yeah. or I've heard people just fucking hate it. So I don't know. The creative yeah. director is the same for all of the games. So I don't know. Oh, I could. Yeah, sure. We could love them. Yeah, I'm curious so I about don't, I don't Massive Universe because that, that is that is a Suda game. Uh, which one? Uh, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, which is the Wii one that got a re-release recently. It's co-directed by Suda Fifty One. Okay, got and it. And co-written. Um, gotcha. So, like that is interesting. Also, the trailer for that game was great. I thought. I don't know. It looks scary. There's like a weird face melting effect that the game has. That I think is really creepy. Um, I but did not know that was a Suda game. Damn. Yeah. It's on, um, it's on fucking it's on everything so yeah know. yeah well it's i'll probably play the wii version because i'm like that um yeah. but you know um yeah i feel like this is something we should revisit once we've hit made in a black water and like because that you know that's the most recent one and then we can sort of talk over like what we'd be interested in from a more contemporary thing yeah. um i think the other the sort of in theory what i'd like i would like a game that oh, i would like a game where you play or it's contemporary set and so the camera's a cell phone mm. and i would like it to be about like uh like three roommates or something and they all maybe they have different those they, one of them is an android phone and so they plays a little bit <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> and the kind of like is about interface and technology and about like so homosocial kind of relationships between like young women and like looking through the phone like i don't know you could do cool interesting stuff with that and maybe it would be a disaster if it's like the fatal frame team is gonna make a game about only fans and instagram <laughs> <laughs> or whatever but i think you could make a totally interesting horror game that is about that like leans into the phone as like a camera object right and it's like actively discussing that that i think that would be the what i'd be most interested in seeing from a game like this um mm -hmm. but you know um but i don't know if that has anything to do with like where the series goes after this as part of the thing it's like that's just something i'd be interested in generally um and that I'd be interested from anyone if anybody wants to make that. It doesn't have to have the Fatal Frame name attached to it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, thank you so much for the question, Jen. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing in often. Uh, it's really lovely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to dig into the series. Yeah. More. No, me too. So yeah, we're as, as we previously said, playing Fatal Frame 2 next. Um, and that's like for some scheduling stuff that we'll we'll get to because uh, we have like the mm. next few months kind of lined up um so we're cooking yeah. we're cooking it'll be good i think i've mm, never mind i'll, I'll ask you this <laughs> <laughs> it won't be good it'll be terrible <laughs> it'll be awful no it'll be good I'm, I'm excited uh although we'll see we might we what are the games we're covering up in the future we might just disagree on i will we'll find out i'm curious to see if that'll be the case <laughs> um but yeah thanks so much for listening thanks for tuning in every month 
Uh, and if she, I mean, we'll do other plugs as well. Uh, but if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash uh, the safe room, I believe. Simply. Yep. And um, you can find our Discord at spookygame.club as well as our RSS feed and whatnot. You can find the podcast at Podcast Safe Room on Twitter. Uh, and uh, that's. Or you can email us questions at questions at spookygame.club. Um, yeah. Yeah. Where can people find you on the internet, Rose? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We both got on Blue Sky like last week, this week. I'm uh, not on main. I'm not really on main on Twitter that much anymore. Yeah. I have Blue Sky, but the thing I like about Blue Sky is that not a lot of people follow me. Yeah, there's no people friends. on there. It's kind of. No, just, Blue Sky is like chill as fuck right now. And I'm sure that is going to yeah. end. At some yes. point, that is going to fall apart and die. But right now, it's like kind of a vibe. It's just chill. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm mainly on Blue Sky and on Alt Twitter and then on Discord. So Right. Oh, yeah, join the know. Discord, I guess, if you I, want. I've, I've given up on having an outward <laughs> presence online oh, for now. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, can, uh, I can take over safe room promotion duties because I'm I mean, I'm forever. logged into the Twitter right still yeah. but you know um yeah well i'm on twitter at grace underscore machine uh, i'm on blue sky at grace machine i think simply so because they don't let you do underscores on there which is criminal or something i don't mm. know why there was some something happened where i couldn't put an underscore i don't know why that's weird yeah wait, um does, wait does does austin have i don't know i i didn't i didn't fuck? look but that's this is the thing is if you <laughs> it's Austin underscore Walker, right? Okay, he has no no, god damn it! Sorry, Austin Austin Walker only has one tweet, and it's we skeeting over here. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, but no, he has the what he has one he has. His just his name, no underscore, no underscore on the handle, but the username has an underscore. Oh, okay, that's that's a way to yeah. So and I then guess I'm, it's there and then in I'm some way. Grace dash machine on co-host. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, the social media is we don't need to. You all know, you, we don't need to talk about it. Um. But yeah, I think that's it from us for, for this month. Uh, we'll t- tune back in next time for Fatal Frame 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.